Hey, Pookie. Breathe in. Mmm, and breathe out. They say that life is a blessing, and it is. But might I add that life is also a bitch. And though I hate to let that frustration show, that honesty is the reason why I grow. <laughs> My name is Bryson Jacoby Jackson, and I'm on a journey to figure out who I am, what I am, and why I am me. And as I elevate, I made this podcast to find others who are doing the same thing I am, trying to change their lives by starting with a man in the mirror. Welcome to The Pursuit of Me. song is so good oh my god victoria monet y'all for those who are not trying to hate and trying to be updated with the real you need to get into victoria monet put in your headphones or put on your bass induced speaker and listen to her listen to those listen to that pen work listen to those melodies baby and y'all love to compare her to other women in the industry and i just say chill out baby like chill out the comparison between different artists or individuals for a reason you know what i'm saying so just really look up into her music she is she's really beautiful she's beautiful i see her soul i feel her soul when i listen to her music and i can't help but to fall in love with it she's so amazing i'm so happy for this journey she's on um so yeah that song was how does it make you feel by victoria monet um yeah, look it up. She just released a whole new album. Everything hits. Everything hits. Okay? So, that's just my ad for the day. I'll move on. Um, So, here we go. Let's breathe in. Hold it. Breathe out. This time when we breathe in, think about everything that you are holding into yourself. I mean, I'm talking about um, anger resentment, self-hate, um, confusion, uncomfortability, anxiety, even your exhaustion. I want you to hold that in and breathe that in for me for a second. And once we release it, 
we're going to invite the feeling of peace, calmness, let go, you know what I'm saying? That, that neutrality that I was talking about. So let's do it. Hold it. And breathe out. Wow. All right, y'all. Let's get into this episode. Actually, before we do that, I want to say thank you to everybody who listened to the last one, y'all. I haven't checked it right now, but last time I checked it, we were at 50 streams. And honestly, in not even a full week yet, that's... I'm I'm I'm, th- I'm thanking you. I'm thanking you for those who have listened, who are, who are back again. Um, if you are new, uh, thank you. I have no qualifications outside of experiencing life and getting through it every single day. Um, so I'm no certified nothing, but I'm a certified survivor of this life that we call... I mean, this thing we call life, you know what I'm saying? So... Um, I'm doing the best that I can. Um, I'm not the Bible. I'm not your guidebook. I'm just merely a person who is sharing his experience. And I hope that people who are aligning with my journey um, can feel seen. Um, And um, I'm I'm giving myself, different versions of myself, something that I wish I had. Um, A black man, young, queer, who's a dreamer, whose dreams are becoming reality because I I want them to. Um, And I want to make sure that I'm providing um, support systems and a pathway that I, um, fortunately, I was going to say unfortunately, but I fortunately got to trailblaze. So um, I'm making sure that I'm leaving an open and clear path for those who would like to, um, you know, change their life the way that I am getting to right now. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening to me. Um, I just kind of woke up, so it's kind of groggle. Um, I didn't expect to record this episode right now, to be completely honest, because I should be warming up and getting dressed for this put-in that I have. Um, For those who don't know, I am a musical theater performer. I'm in Michael Jackson, the musical on tour. And um, basically, I have a put-in, so it means I have a rehearsal that's actually a full show um, so that I can have all the costumes and the sets and the music and lights um, and we're doing that at noon. It's currently like 947. <laughs> so I need to hear record this and then get my life together. Um, but yeah, let's get into this episode for real. This episode is called Experiencing You. Um, experiencing Yourself, You Being Yourself. So um, the reason why I decided to call this episode, we'll talk about Experiencing You is because I think that I started to really change when I started to question why is everybody saying this about me? Like, why is everybody, why am I hearing the same things? And I'm like, or when I realized that I heard somebody, I'm like, damn, that's not even the first time that I've done done that before. So how many people have I hurt in this way? How many people have I rubbed off the wrong way? How many people did I X, Y, Z? And then I started to ask myself, oh my God, what is it like to experience me? Oh my God. And, and and when I had asked that for the first time, I was literally like, bro, I feel so bad. <laughs> I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt. I'm so in my own trauma. I'm so victim. I'm victimizing myself so much that I didn't even realize that the people who were experiencing me was experiencing the trash, hurt, traumatized version of me. Like I was in survival mode so much that I'm like, I can't even imagine the many people that I scorned along the way of me trying to heal and being completely lost. So um, we're thinking about, you know, the steps that I took, I took 
in the past when I when I was elevating myself and I was pursuing myself, um, getting back to that state of mind, I'm trying to like learn from my from my past. So yeah, experiencing you. What um, and with that the, to further that question, I think that it's it's important to ask yourself, what do you bring to a table? So, for instance, you know we're all sitting at this Thanksgiving table and everybody's like, all right, we're trying to create this utopia. You know, we're building our, our own country, our own world. Uh, Bryson, what do you bring to the table? And then, honestly, something I would do for myself, what I would, what you know, in this state of mind. Then I wasn't as honest with myself. I was able to be like, oh, I bring all good things. And sometimes I'm lazy. But right here in this state of mind, which I encourage you to as well, is to be honest with yourself. And sometimes it's hard to be honest with yourself because um, you yourself want to protect your own opinion of yourself. So it's like, I don't want to say that sometimes I can be a beep. Or, like, I guess I, I can say it. Sometimes I don't want to accept that I can be a bitch. And so I'm like, oh, I'm just like, sometimes I'm just like quick off the mouth, you know. But only sometimes. No, like, you're a bitch. Like, you can be a bitch. And I, and you know, I, I can say, so yeah, back to my example. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so nervous. I'm so excited about this episode. Okay. Um, so back to my table idea, this utopia idea. Um, when I'm honest with myself, I can really sit down and give everyone at this table the truth of what I can bring. Because you don't just bring great things into a space. We, the goal is to only bring great things to a space, but sometimes we are, um, you know, triggered or um, bringing, you know, our anxiety or trauma gets rehashed. And we do bring some negativity to a space sometimes, but it's the knowledge of that that can, the acknowledgement of me putting that on the table so that everyone knows, okay, I'm going to try my hardest not to have this come up on top of our table right now. But if it does, do know that I'm working on it and I'm acknowledging it. And please hold me accountable. I'm very sorry for if it scorns you, but I'm working hard to address it. So that acknowledgement of bringing it to the table is make sure that everybody's in the know, including yourself. So um, this, is a, this is literally what I would say to myself. Um, so hi, utopian people. Um, sometimes Bryson can be an asshole. I'm very irritable. Um, but with that irritability, it is because I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive because I have a lot of passion for what I do. I have a lot of love for everybody in my space. I want everyone to feel supported. I want to feel supported. So anything that comes in the hindrance of that, I'm going to want to fight. That is just me. I am a natural protector of myself and everyone around me. And sometimes that positively, that fighting can be turned into advocacy, advocacy. I love to advocate. I love to speak. I love to speak out. Um, I love to affirm myself. I love to affirm other people. Um, and so basically what you need to really sit down with yourself, you know, with a journal, using that journal as your table and really sitting down and say, what do I bring? What do I bring to a table? That is the first step to figuring out what it's like to experience you, how people experience you. And you do this to learn yourself, to learn you. Um, because sometimes we don't really sit down and think, oh, my God, what 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 do I have to offer to this world? Genuinely, what do I offer to this world? And we usually we usually do. Oh, what what can people offer me or what can I offer this person? Or, you know, what I'm saying we never think about what do I offer to my world, the world around me? What do I offer to myself? Um, and so when you're pursuing yourself, it's we have to make it normal to 
hold ourselves accountable to the things that, you know, we either adopted from our childhood or that we adopted along the way of us growing up. Um, and that's, uh, it's just, it's just, I feel like it is, it is just very important for us to know how we are perceived now. I did not say, I mean, I don't want people to think that I'm saying that the perception of people is what we should value at most. But sometimes the perception is important for us figuring out who we are. Because, again, we don't really experience us. We experience other people. So, um, yes, it's like a thin line between like, shut up, I don't want to hear what you got to say because my opinion is better or my opinion is more valid, or my opinion my opinion is my truth. And it's also, wow, I didn't know I was being perceived this way. Let me really go back and, and, and reflect on what you just said to me. Um, so much of pursuing yourself is also just, again, knowing and acknowledging um, what it is that you are as a person. So, um, and I think it's also important for me to say that if you hear, you know, something from someone or you you hear something uh, an opinion of other people and it feels negative and you don't think that is you your job is to before you throw it away and before you go off or react in any negative way really either write this into your phone screenshot it if it's a text um sometimes i even write it down and i'm able to i have to sit i have to take another day to be like wow did this person really say this to me? Whoa, and is this true? I can't think about that right now because my emotional fight or flight is going to be like, no, the, I, I am not that, I am not this. Um, but it's important for you to also be able to um, use your discernment honestly and say, do I ascribe to what this person said about me? Do I ascribe to... Um, what they just communicated to me. And I think um, once we built that, this relationship with ourselves, of pursuing ourselves and getting to know ourselves, being by ourselves, loving ourselves, um, we would then be able to say, oh my gosh, thank you for your opinion. That is bullshit. That is not me. You saw a version of me that, that is just, I don't know what you saw. That's just not me. But you have to make sure you know yourself because if it is you and you are negating it, then you look foolish. Then you look forward. I think I remember I said in my last episode that we have to know ourselves before we step out of our homes, because that is when we, what we can be used as a weapon. Um, the truth of who we are can be used as a weapon. If you know that you're a bitch and someone's like, hey, Bryson, you, you being a bitch. Like if your friend comes to you like, Bryson, you being a bitch right now. Instead of you getting offended by it, you're like, damn, I'm being a bitch right now for real. Girl, let me pull up. Let me pull up. You know what I'm saying? And you're able to, or, you know, even if you didn't have to talk to a friend, if somebody was like, stop being a bitch. You're like, oh, hold on. I can't be a bitch sometimes. Am I being a bitch? I'm being a bitch right now. And you're able to really know that about yourself. If somebody's like, that hurt me. You're like, ooh, let me, let me, let me, um, um, dilute my language. Let me, let me, let me lighten my language and my tone because they said that they're feeling hurt by me right now. And so, um. Yeah, I feel like I've touched on that a bit. And so I'm going to move on a little bit more. How do we figure out how to experience ourselves? I said it a little bit, but I literally have a step-by-step right now. Um, I think the first step is reflecting on what has been said to you. 
When trying to figure out how, you know, people experience you from the outside, it is important to say, okay, these are the things. <laughs> My speaker's going off. Ooh, she. Um, oh, let me, hold on. Let me drink a little of this water real quick. Water break, water break. If you got water around you, drink it. I got this jug. I got this jug with me. Hold on. Ooh, that was parched, too. Ooh. Oh yeah, drink that water. Um, yes, the first step is to respect, reflect on the things that have been said to you. So in the past, you know, growing up, uh, your past relationships, friendships, your parents even, uh, think about all those things. And I would say, uh, make sure that you are equally focusing on the positive and equally focusing on the negative. You know what I'm saying? I, a lot of people have told me, um, Bryson, you are so caring. Bryson, you are so loving. And I usually am like, ah, oh, that's so sweet. They are so they are so sweet because, you know, for who I am, I focus so much of the negative parts of myself that anytime anybody gave me something positive, that went right over my head. And then people perceive that as, oh, he already know he arrogant because he didn't acknowledge it. It's like, girl, you don't even know I'm fighting demons in his head, girl. You don't even know that I'm fighting wars. Arrogant girl, I'm in my I'm in my bedroom twitching, crawled in a ball arrogant girl please i'm like baby that ain't me they're like yeah it is yeah it is everybody tell you, you must get that from everybody i'm like everybody can say something but it, I, it doesn't resonate it does not come into my head because i don't believe it for myself that was a word completely off the sermon right now um but yes reflect on the things that people said to you in the past that was the first step the second step i would say is to um ask those who you trust who you trust with your heart, who you trust with your space, who you trust with your good news, your bad news, um, and ask them to either help you find these things, help you confirm these things, help you deny these things, um, hold conversations about you. And not just about gossip, not just about things that are happening with your life, to sit down with your friends and say, hey, I need help understanding who I am a little bit more from the outside perspective. What is it like being my friend? How do I help you? Do I help you? Have I hurt you before? Have we ever talked about that hurt? Do I hurt others this way as well? Thank you so much for holding this conversation with me. It really helped me out. Along the process of me growing and me continuing to be your friend, can you please, please hold me accountable for the ways that I hurt you and let me know and help me build a better understanding of who I am through your outside perspective. Thank you. Those conversations, though, it seems very like um, I'm quoting someone who honestly recently pissed me off. Quote, unquote, woke shit. Um, it might seem like a very woke, you know, um, cliche type of conversation to have. But those safe, those very clear and direct conversations of just like pure. Um, I think I think it's just just mature. It's mature. Those type of conversations held like that are beautiful. They're beautiful because every person that we trust with our lives, every person that we um, encounter, it's also just another another way for us to, um, I don't know how to say it. Um, the person that is near you right now, whether they be in a different room or a different apartment building or, you know, right across from you, um, Every person is a gift. It's a gift. And we all see the life. We all see life so differently. 
that we have to be more curious about how others how other people view life because something that they are doing could be literally the key to how your life is locked i think i said this before i think either in my story or maybe in my last episode but communication is key if we as an individual had every single answer in our being we would not need nothing we would just be in a world by ourselves we would literally be in universes by ourselves but that's not that's not where we are we're in we're in a world full of so many people why do you think why do we think that we can do this by ourselves and that we should do it by ourselves we have to invite people into our space and i know that it's hard i'm saying it to myself too I'm saying it to myself, too, because I hate people coming up messing up my shit. I hate it. I just healed myself and you're going to hurt me again. But at the same time, it's like we have to do our jobs by knowing who we are to knowing what we need, knowing what we want in other people. So that when we are intentional about inviting people into our lives, we can have these type of conversations and have these lifestyles that are full of love, of growth, of peace and alignment. Yeah, yeah. So again, I'm going off the the, the rail right now. Uh, but the first step was reflecting on what people have said, the past, your past experiences. Two is to ask for confirmation or denying uh, what it is that you reflected on. The third, I would say, is um, dissecting what is true from what is false. This is the part that's gonna get this gonna get people, because most people gonna get all those negative things, because I did it too. I did it too. I am. This is a this is a um, a trait of myself. I'm instead of using an example, I'm just gonna say literally this. This is revealing myself a lot. I have commitment issues. I can't. Um, I can even say that it sometimes bleeds into my loyalty. Um, I am so afraid of people leaving me that it hinders me from committing to them. Because if I'm on the fence, if you hurt me, ha, I saw it. But if you choose me, then ha, I saw it. Because I'm literally on the fence. I see both sides. You know what I'm saying? And as an overthinker and as over and a super anxious person, I have to make sure that I know my field completely. I'm talking about I'm going to know the good, the bad, and all the different scenarios that could possibly happen. And so that that creates my commitment issues, even to the point that when I am choosing to be loyal to someone or I'm choosing to be a friend of someone, um, and I'm going to put this in the past tense because I feel like I'm, I literally am on the other side of this right now. Um, but I recently just did something where I was being loyal to someone, uh, a friend of mine, and I did something that I knew would hurt them. I knew this was going to hurt them. I knew it beforehand. I knew it while I was doing it. I knew it after I was doing it. But it wasn't after I was doing it till I realized. Well, it was after they addressed me and they said, why would you why would you do this to me like i literally said that this thing would hurt me like you are so fucked up and to really sit there and and be in the complete wrong and to feel that hurt that i then afflicted into another person was like bryson your lack of awareness and your lack of and your 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 commitment issues because you are afraid that this person was going to betray you first is really making you an ugly person you 
do have commitment issues. And they said to me, they're like, you are fake. You are unloyal. And I was like, you better not. And I started flying at the mouth because I was like, that is so disrespectful. Like, I am ne- Bryson, be honest with yourself, baby. You do have commitment issues. And you are sometimes unloyal because you, in your survival mode, you're just worrying about you. And I can't blame myself. I can't blame myself. But at the same time, we have to realize, y'all, that our triggers and our trauma really can hurt other people. Hurt people, hurt people. So going, working through your hurt, healing through your hurt, is how we're able to lead with love and lead with care and patience and ease when we are experiencing other people. So learn how you learn how it is to experience you so that when you experience others, it's nothing but love. And if something does come up that's not of love, that we can address it with love. You get what I'm saying? So that third step, you know, that was a huge vulnerable moment. But I felt like I want to I want to talk as an example so that I can also encourage you guys to be honest with yourselves. Um, but the first step, reflecting on what has happened in the past. Second step is to ask for this comfort. I mean, not this comfort to ask uh, for confirmation. The third would be dissecting what is true from what is false, um, which is that example that I just gave. But basically to shorten it up. To figure out what is true from what is false, if it is repetition, if it happens in repetition, if it happens a lot, um, if it happens more than once, if it repeats itself, it is true. If what you are trying to question, if it is true or not, if it repeats itself, if you heard it from more than one person, it is true. Now, is it valid that you you acted that way? That is up to you. That is up to you. You have to either validate, you have to validate yourself. If you cussing somebody else out because they stepped in your shoes, baby, if you love shoes and somebody stepped in your shoes and you cussed them out, baby, you're valid in that. But what you have to realize is that you cannot go off on people for stepping on your shoes. Just don't wear those shoes out. Or know and acknowledge that if you wear those shoes out they might be stepped on so go ahead and prepare yourself for what happens for if you get your shoes stepped on does that make sense it's understanding what your triggers are and make sure that they that if when they're flicked or when they're when the buttons are when the button of whatever your trigger is is pressed that you don't react in a way that is outside of your character and that's how we are able to um manage ourselves manage how it is to experience ourselves because baby at the end of the day we don't need a bunch of people well the world is currently dealing with a bunch of triggered traumatized people worrying about themselves how are how am i gonna survive so that means i gotta if that means i gotta do you dirty in order to do me good i'm gonna do it but I'm here to say that there is a way, honestly, around that. There is there is a way around it. And the way is that if you do me dirty, it's because you doing yourself dirty. And I'm going to let you know that that was dirty. But I'm going to let life and I'm going to let your guilt and I'm going to let your conscience and your spirit guide, your guide, your whatever deal with you. It is not our jobs to give people punishments, baby. It is not our jobs. We must control ourselves, worry about ourselves, worrying about how we experience ourselves, what it is like to experience us, to make sure that we are always making sure that if someone is in our orbit, that they are having the experience of a lifetime because you are a gift. We are all gifts, whether that gift be a toy or an instrument 
or some food or a kitchen, you know, X, Y, Z. We are all gifts. Beautiful, beautiful, complex gifts. And the moment that we're able... How about this? I mean, can I use another example? Let's say I gifted somebody a kitchen knife. They open it up and the first thing they go, oh my God, this is a weapon. What are you doing? This is a weapon, girl. What are you doing? Why are you giving me weapons? He said, they're like, girl, it's a kitchen knife. The other day you was talking about how you want to start cooking, so I'm gifting you a kitchen knife. But we're so used to seeing things as negative or as weapons or as the pessimistic pessimistic side of things that if someone was to give us something that we were actually looking for, we wouldn't be able to see it. We wouldn't be able to see it. We have to know what our giftings are as individuals and pursuing ourselves. What this whole podcast is about is making sure that we are understanding ourselves. We must understand who we are. We have to, y'all. We have to know who we are. And we know that and we get we got we got so much help at this point. If you're listening to this, you're probably 23, 20, at least in your 20s. You've had 20 years. Of hurt, of good, of many relationships, people in and out of your life, different types of relationships, different types of people. And you should be able to sit down and reflect and really understand what it is like to be you or what it was like to be you. And that is how we grow into this aspect of figuring out who we want to be. Once you figure out what it was like to be you, you figure out how you want it to, how you want it to be to be you. How you want people to experience you. It's my last example. And I honestly have so much more to talk about, but I'm just going to have to make it into a part two. When we're thinking about experiencing you, let's think about this as a party. You're like, I'm going to throw a party for everybody. I'm going to throw a party. The party is you. The party is you, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. The party is you. You throw this party and you're like, okay, we're going to have guns in the corner. We're going to have poison over there in those cups. We're going to have some trauma back from 2013. Um, And then I'm going to surprise everybody um, when I get triggered and just like really start going off. and then, uh, and then I'm, I'm going to break up my, my partner in the middle in front of the whole party. Like, it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. It's going to be so lit. Like, and everybody who's going to experience this party is going to have a time of their life. And then afterwards, like, because I'm having a good time, I'm expecting everybody to just forget about it and just to forgive me for anything that whatever is quote unquote negative from this party. That's how we function. We know we messed up. From either our childhood or the trauma that we get, we that life gives us. Life gives us this trauma. It's not us. So you know, I I give us grace, but at the same time, we expect us to show up with all this dirt and for people to be like, "Oh, that's okay. You're beautiful," or "That's okay. Y'all got dirt all over the floor, but you're good." Nah, y'all. When thinking about how we are cultivating experiences with people, we must sit here and say, okay, I'm going to be very intentional about what drinks I bring to this party, what furniture I have, what the playlist is going to be, what what the activities are going to be. Are we going to play card games? Are there going to be different sections of the party? Who's my invite list? This has to be, I have to create this specially 
for, for the experience that I want to create for those who are there. I want people to know that I wanted them to have a good time and I want to have a good time. In other words, create your perfect experience starting with yourself. Because if you're having a good time and you feel safe and you feel seen and you feel confident and you feel beautiful and you feel sexy and you feel X, Y, Z, anytime anyone is in your orbit, they're going to feel that. Recently, since I've been growing, a lot of my castmates have been telling me, Bryson, I feel you. You're so bright. You're shining. I have a friend of mine in the cast that puts his hand on my chest sometimes and he's just kind of like, wow. I feel you. I'm so proud of you. You're happy. You're you're getting happier. And I'm like, stop it. Because <laughs> I really am. You see it? You see my you see my aura? It's bright, huh? Yeah. Cause I'm fixing it, boo. I'm fixing it. I'm fixing it, pookie. Yeah. Y'all, that's the and that's the shit that I mean. And I'm only I'm only sharing this experience of mine that is super vulnerable super vulnerable and, and and this is longer than my last episode, but I think it's important for me to really share that when you really start intentionally pursuing yourself and you sit down with yourself and you're like, oh, I want to get rid of all these, all the shade, all the darkness, all the hurt. People really do start seeing it. And instead of you feeling exposed, you will feel seen. Instead of you being shocked by what people say and shocked by what people see, you will feel seen and confirmed by it. I'm going to wrap this up by saying that realizing what it's like to experience you makes you be a lot grateful for what it is to be you. Oh, God, now I'm about to cry. Realizing what it's like to be around you and to realize how special you are as an individual is what is going to release so much overthinking, anxiety, hurt in your being. We are all so beautiful. But we got to allow ourselves to. And unfortunately, we are at the age right now that it is our job to clear out the hurt. We can no longer be controlled by what happened to us in our childhood, baby. We are too old for that shit. We too old for it, baby. Well, mommy and daddy said in third grade, that should have been gone. And no one taught us that. I know. No one teaches. They should be teaching us that in school, how to get rid of things. Instead of teaching us how to subtract numbers, they how to subtract hurt, baby. Because this life is hard. This is so hard. I'm only 23. What I mean? It's hard. I ain't even been through the hardest part yet. But we got to do our job. We got to manage us. We are now the parent. We got to fix this. We got to heal this. We got we to gotta let ourselves shine so that we can prosper and be happy. 
damn, this was 32 minutes. I only want this shit to be max 20 minutes, but I think this one was really good, y'all. My heart feels really good. Now I'm crying. Girl, what is you doing over here in your hotel room? I'm so funny. I'm so funny, bro. I'm so funny. What is going on for real? <laughs> How does it make you feel? Y'all. <laughs> okay, I will wrap this up. <laughs> um, Again, thank y'all for listening to this. If you got uh, to this point of the podcast, um, this is a pretty long one. So I appreciate you again. Um, know that I love you so much. Um, and feel free to reach out to me either on Instagram. Um, if you do have my number, you can text me. I am not going to promise that it'll be a quick response. I'm going to be so completely real with you. Um, but, uh, contact me and let me know how you feeling uh, about the episode. I really appreciate it. Um, really sit down with yourself and do this. Um, and let's put our hands on our chest so that we can affirm ourselves. Repeat after me. I am that bitch. Not only am I that bitch, but I've been that bitch. As I am growing up, I am realizing that who I am is a combination of what I've been through. And I'm going to give myself grace to shed the things that were out of my control. I am worthy of patience. I'm worthy of peace and I am worthy of stepping into the fact that I am that bitch. Give it up for those bitches. Give it up for those bitches. I'm so proud of you. Um, Y'all kill this day. Send me love for this put in if you're listening right now and um, continue to be that bitch. I'm going to put another clip of Victoria Monet at the end of this episode. Yeah. Just like the sand, I'll always be for sure.